0: Today's episode is brought to you from the Russell, a historic East Nashville church transformed into a -a one-of-a-kind boutique hotel. The Russell's mission is to give back to the Nashville community through their Rooms for Rooms program by donating a portion of your stay to local organizations who provide a safe haven for those in need in the Nashville community. Visit RussellNashville.com to book your experience today. That's RussellNashville.com. R-U-S-S-E-L-L-Nashville.com.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to your not the worst podcast, hosted by yours truly, Riley Nelson and Avery Blessing. So, Avery and I kind of have some beef with Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, though,
1: and that was a little bit of a pun, and yes, I guess to you'll, say, pun not intended. No, it's intended, and you will <laughs> understand in like a few seconds why we have beef with Taco Bell.
0: I mean, I've never seen this happen at a Taco Bell or at a drive-thru ever before.
1: I mean, I understand it's a Taco Bell. Like, quality is not what I'm expecting from Taco Bell. That being said, though, um, I do expect food. not In great a decent co- amount of time. Yeah. So, last night, you know, picture this. Me and Avery and our friends, were out. We are at a local speakeasy here in Nashville. We got some drinks. We're having a good time. We're feeling loose. You know, we're ready to, like, hit the town after this bar. We're like, let's go out. And our friends are like, no, we're going to go home. And we're like, okay, fine. All right, then we will just go to Taco Bell. Uh, Taco Bell is Avery and I's favorite drunk food. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah honestly it actually is we go there all the time after we go out
1: every time we go out like either we get back or like as we're ready to leave we both look at each other we're like taco, taco bell, bell? <laughs>
0: literally yeah i and, point to
1: her and i'm like taco bell yeah we're always like let's get taco bell or like we're like ready to leave and we're like okay this is our chance we're gonna leave we're gonna go get taco bell and then yeah we're gonna go home and go to sleep yeah and so that's exactly what happened last night we're like fuck yeah taco bell we're driving we're looking for the closest one and we pull up and there's a line and it's like a decent line and we're like okay it'll move by fast like no worries yeah we're like it'll be quick yeah we get in line and we wait for probably a solid 30 minutes just to get up to the order speaker thing the, the menu,
0: ordering menu, whatever. Yeah, we get it's called.
1: up we we pull up to order basically and the guy's like, Hey, welcome to Taco Bell. Just a heads up. We're out of beef. And we're like, What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> we're like, Wait, what? He was like, We still have chicken and steak though and I was like, Okay, like can we do our order with like Doritos Locos tacos but with steak instead of beef? And he was like, Yeah, sure. And we're like, Okay, cool, we'll stay. So, we put in our order. All is well. We're super excited. We're so ready to fuck up some Taco Bell. Yeah. After we order, we wait for a solid 30 minutes. At this point, it's been an hour. And we've been waiting in this Taco Bell drive-thru for an hour. And like there were so many times whenever we were like considering leaving and going to a different Taco Bell and we were like no like let's just push through this. Because
0: there are like people like leaving ahead of us like they're pulling out behind us or pulling out in front of us like leaving because it was so long. And we
1: were like well we've already like committed you might as well. Yeah. So we finally I mean I, I got so annoyed I got out of the car and I like walk up I'm like is anyone even working right now and as I'm walking up I got cat called love that. <laughs> Please don't. Like, if you're a man, stop doing that. It's really not cute. Also, it made me feel, like, insecure and, like, scared to walk back. Because I was like, oh, my God, I don't want them to try to talk to me. Um, so then we pull up to the drive through And we're so excited. We're like, fuck, yeah. We're going to fuck up some Taco Bell tonight. We're ready to eat. And ready to fucking munch, basically. Yeah. Just a drunk munch. Yeah.
0: We weren't even drunk at that point, though. We were sober.
1: Yeah, we were, like, sobering up. We waited in line for a fucking hour. (laughs) And then we, we pull up, and the guy's like, first of all, he can't even find our order. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, we ordered 30 minutes ago. And he can't find our order, and we're like, what the hell is going on? And then he comes up, and he goes, we don't have any meat. And we're like, what do, what, do, what do you mean you don't have meat? Like, it's a Taco Bell. Yeah. He was like, the car in front of you ordered $175 worth of food, and, like, <laughs> they took it all. And we were like... We're like, what? We just waited here for an hour. We're so mad. We're like, what the heck? And he's like, we can't do all of your order, but we can do some of your order. And we're like, okay, like, we'll just take what we can get at this point. And he gives us our order. We get three tacos. No, we got two tacos, quesadilla and a crunch wrap and he gave us um like two cinnamon twists as well just like you know whatever throwing a little extra yeah so then he gives us our food and we're like fuck yeah like let's just eat what we have and we drive back to the apartment and we like go to eat uh Avery eats our quesadilla I'm eating my crunch wrap it's filled with chicken but like at the same time I wasn't completely mad um they did leave the stuff in that I asked them to take out, but whatever it is, what it is. I was so hungry, I didn't even care. <laughs> so I'm like eating this Crunchwrap, and I ate half of it, and I'm like, I'm ready for that Doritos Locos taco. I pull out the taco, and okay, Avery and I got two tacos. We both got Doritos Locos tacos, and Avery gets just a regular corn shell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> like and then I hair. had the Dorito shell and i'm like fuck yeah i'm about to fuck up this taco like if doritos locos tacos whoever thought of that like chef's kiss literally um so i go to take a bite and i like take this fat ass bite like fuck yes and i take a bite and then i'm just like what the fuck and i look they filled our taco with beans
0: Motherfucking beans. Beans, cheese, and lettuce, and that's it. And if you think it tastes good, no, it doesn't taste good.
1: I don't even like any type of beans. I don't eat beans. I was so mad. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I took a picture. I will share that on the Instagram because it's kind of funny. But I was so frustrated, and I was like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Like, we were very disappointed with Taco Bell. And Taco Bell, if you're listening, we have beef with you. And, um... You should make this right. You should. I kind of feel like going full Karen, but also at the same time, it's a fucking Taco Bell. Like, what did I expect? Yeah. It's like McDonald's, like quality control. Like, it's just not there. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> next. <laughs> On to the next, because fucking Taco Bell's a little bitch. Um, I went to my first concert since COVID. And I, like almost had like a breakdown because I was standing in this crowd of people like listening to live music and everyone was just like vibing and I was just like oh, oh my you god. missed it yes I almost like no not almost I get what you mean like I got emotional because I was yeah. like oh my god like we are in a concert right now like this is happening like yeah I I just like couldn't wrap my mind around it like I we've been like what a year and a half almost two years at this point point. Without any live entertainment or live music, like it's so crazy to me that I'm like in this crowd of people and I just was Mm -hmm. I just miss that connection so much. Like I'm so excited for live music and like that is where all of my money is going this year. Concerts, festivals, all the things.
0: Yeah. And I mean like in Nashville, obviously we have, you know, bars and clubs with live music and like a bunch of people, but it's not the same. But it's a concert with like a stage and a band. And everyone there is there for, like, that person to, like, see whoever is playing. And, like, you're all just, like, vibing. It's so different. And it's so much more fun.
1: Yes, I agree. Because, like, I don't know. This is kind of bad. But when I go out and I go to a bar, this is one thing that kind of bothers me with Nashville. At least with Broadway. When I go out to a bar, I want to, like, dance. I'm not really, like, a stand around and, like, chill kind of person. Like, you yeah, know, I want to dance. I want to be having a good time. And so... With Broadway, when I go out and there's live music, this is fucked. But I get kind of annoyed because I'm like,
0: that's not what I
1: want. That's not the vibe I'm going for. Same. And I'm like,
0: obviously it's fun like once in a while, but it's all the same and it gets so old. It does.
1: Like, if I hear Wagon Wheel one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. Literally, same. Yeah. So, that's that. Um, Avery, what have you been up to lately? Okay, so I
0: have a few stories to tell you. I have two stories. So, the first one is I got recognized at the airport for our podcast. That was, it was so weird. I was, it was when I was um, flying back home to help my friend move to LA and I was at my gate and this girl comes up to me and she's like, looks like she's in her 20s. I didn't get her name, but she looks like she's in her 20s and she comes up to me and she was like, hey, like, do you have a podcast? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, are you Avery? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, oh my god, like, I love your podcast, like, you're not the worst, like, I love it, and I was, I literally started laughing, slash, like, in shock, like, at the same time, I was like, what the fuck, I was like, this is so, like, crazy, that she, like, actually knows about our podcast, and she knows who I am. Yeah, and it's not, like, someone that we know,
1: because I love you to all my friends, but, like, a lot of our following is people that we know, Mm -hmm. at least, well, kind of, we're getting there, but, like finding like avery texted me she was like i just got recognized at the airport and i was like what do you mean she was like someone just noticed me from the podcast and i was like shut up she was like yeah and i'm like wait that's so cool like i want to get recognized like hey if you see me out come say hi because i'm basically a celebrity just by the way (laughs) come say hi because i want to get recognized If you see Avery, don't say anything. Say something to me so that we can be even. Okay, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. If you see Avery, go say hi. We want to meet y'all.
0: Okay, for my other story. Oh my God, you guys. So, you know, our last episode was about DMing on Instagram and DMing guys and girls and what to do, what not to do. So, I have a little tip for you if you guys are wanting to DM on Instagram. So, um... After we had done that episode, after we recorded, it was like two days after. And I was on Instagram scrolling through my feed and one of my friends from school posted a picture and this guy that looked really, really cute was in it. And he like tagged him in it and all this stuff and I was like, Oh like, I think he's really cute, never seen him before and then I was like, Wait, oh my god, like I should DM. I was like I really want to try that out cuz I said that I never DM'd anyone before and I haven't. I haven't ever DM'd anybody on Instagram or any app. And so I was like, okay, hey, like I really want to DM him. And then so I tried it and I was like, I followed him and I liked a few of his pics. Like I took some brown tips from our episode and I was like, okay, let's go trying something new. And then I like DM'd him and I just said, "Hey, like what's up?" And then I called my friend that had him in the picture and I said, "Hey, like do you know this guy?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, like we're roommates." And I was like, oh, okay, cool, like, great. And then he was like, well, oh no. I was like, okay, well, I think he's really cute. Like, I just DM'd him on Instagram, and he was like, Avery. And I was like, what? And he was like, that's also your ex's roommate, John. I'm gonna name him John. That's his name. And I was like, John? And he was like, yeah, like your ex boyfriend, John. And I was like, mm, 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 like love that, love that. I was like, great. So like the first guy that I ever DM'd. On Instagram was my ex's roommate. And while I was on the phone with my friend, the guy texts my friend and is like, yo, like John's ex, just DM me on Instagram. (laughs) So, maybe a little (laughs) word of advice. Make sure you hit up your friends first to make sure they're not a roommate of an ex.
1: Well, not even that. Maybe just do a little bit of research before (laughs) you do it. Um... (laughs) Make sure they're not friends with your ex. That is probably a good tip to take. I feel like also with Belmont, too, everyone is so connected because it's such a small Mm -hmm. school. So, like, if you DM anyone at Belmont, like, it's going to, like, get around or it's going to be, like, some kind of connection. Just because, like, Belmont is so small. Everyone is so connected here. Well, and he
0: also knew that I was his ex. First of all, I was like, how did you know that? because like they just started rooming like this year they said my friend said. So I was like how did you know that cuz we dated 2 years ago. So whatever. But yeah, everyone's so connected. So like he knew that and I was like fuck me. Like love that. You know, like great. Like just imagine. Literally just imagine texting a guy and you're like, "Oh, he's cute." And then your friend is like, "Um, he just texted me saying like, yo, uh, so and so's ex just on Instagram." Yeah,
1: That's just kinda- think about that that's kind of similar. I'm going to talk about the story later on. Um, on, well, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the story later on, on the episode, but I talked to this guy and I don't even know if I was really talking, but, um, the guy that I DM'd where I just sent him my number, you know, that story I talked about last week. Um, well, his roommate is best friends with this guy. So I'm just going for the whole squad at this point. Hmm um love that for me but you know what his friend didn't like me maybe this guy will
0: yeah I also forgot to mention that um he responded back to my dm saying hey Avery what's up and then you know that was after he told my friend that he got a dm from me and then (laughs) at that point I was like oh my god (laughs) like what do I say I can't just leave him on red like that's even more awkward so I was like. Hey, so, yeah, um, I was just doing an experiment for my podcast, but I just found out that you were John's roommate, so I got to abort. That's what I said. Honestly, though,
1: like, the podcast is such a good excuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Opt you out. can be like, oh, like, I'm kidding. I was just doing research for the podcast. That wasn't serious. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, you can, like, backtrack a little bit with that. I know. That's why I said it. I
0: was like, oh, thank God. That was a perfect, like, exit. But, yeah, just... Moral of the story, make sure you know who their friends are and call your friends and ask them about them so, like, you get more of an insight.
1: Yeah. um, With a guy that I DM'd and I just sent him my number and I, like, I told that story last week and then he, like, didn't really seem, like, reciprocating. So I backed off. Well, last night, he messaged me super randomly. I don't know if he listens to the podcast and he knew it was him that I was talking about Or what? But he literally just slid into my DMs and he slid up on my story. And I was like, I'm not mad about it, you know? Yeah. And then I used the podcast as an excuse. So we're kind of talking again. We'll see. Not really sure about that, but we'll see what's up with that. You're stacking up the roster again. The roster is being built. Um, I'm still talking to that guy a little bit um it's kind of just more of a hookup situation i think um when i say hookup i don't mean sex i really need to clarify that and she's talking about the guy that she's talked about every episode (laughs) okay that was that sounded backhanded
0: (laughs) no because you just said that guy i don't think they understand like who that is i need to give him a name um where is he from pittsburgh pittsburgh in pittsburgh because
1: yeah I'm going to call this guy Pittsburgh from now on. So uh, basically me and Pittsburgh are talking just a little bit. Um, nothing really crazy. It's kind of I'm in a good spot right now because I have all the power in this situation. And I think from now on, it's just going to be like a little make moment. Like, you know, really just a nice little makeout when I need one, you know? Nothing crazy. But, you know, building up the roster, talking to a bunch of guys right now, uh, like I said, it is hot girl summer, and I am out here thriving this summer. So, as you may or may not have heard from the title, the intro, our topic today is going to be,
0: they're, they're just, just not, not that, that into, into you. you.
1: So we would like to pose a hypothetical question to you that has nothing to do with our episode today. What? I'm just being sarcastic. Oh, okay, okay. That has literally nothing to do with our episode, but also if you read the title, then you'll know. But have you ever been talking to someone and sometimes you just feel like they're just not that into you? Yes, I have. <laughs> Same. It's happened to all of us. It happens. It's just a part of life. Um, so today we are talking about he or she is just not that into you. All right. So we're going to talk about the signs
0: of how you know when they're just not that into you.
1: So the first sign that they are just not that into you is that they do not contact you first. This one is probably more specific to he because, you know, I think a lot of women will refuse to contact a man first just because of gender norms. So I, I for this one, I do specifically want to say he doesn't contact you first because I kind of think it's the man's role to pursue in terms of reaching out right even though we talked about how guys like it when girls reach out
0: first it's a known thing for guys to do it first it's in the rule book
1: yeah like i think a girl i mean obviously i mean okay this is so bad but like these are just like the general rules so say i leave a man on red then It is my responsibility the next time to reach out and vice versa. So if a guy leaves me on red, then it's his responsibility to reach out next because I'm not about to send a double text or a double Snapchat. Yeah. So like, I think that's kind of the general rule, but I think for this instance, I want to talk about like, he doesn't contact you first because I think that just applies better. I also feel like when you're the one that's making
0: plans and contacting him first, saying, hey, we should do this. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, and, like, it just... Because, like, you contact contact you contact him first being like, hey, like, we should go out on a date. We should do this or that. And then he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, even though he's, like, responding, you're the one that's always responding first and
1: making plans and, like, initiating
0: a conversation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think just, like, as a general, like, day-to-day, like, if you feel like you're always reaching out to them, it just, like, on either party... It just doesn't feel good, you know? Yeah. And this can be in a relationship or out of a relationship. hmm Like, I don't know. I feel like just, like, contacting first, it's kind of the masculine role. And I, I don't want to say the man's role because this, I want this to be able to apply with, like, LGBTQIA and all of that. So I feel like it's kind of, like, the masculine role to do that. hmm You know? Like I agree. The role of the pursuer. Right. Another sign of when they're just not that into you is that they make you wait. I hate this one because, you know, like there's sometimes whenever you will talk about, you know, oh, we're going out tonight. Come meet up with us like that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And then like you get ready and you're like waiting all night and then you either never hear from them or you hear from them like when it's too late yeah you know Mm -hmm. like there's been times sometimes where like I'm at a bar with friends and you know we're talking about like meeting up at a certain place and then like you don't hear from them and then you're just like okay yeah I think another thing is where it's like he contacts you
0: or no you contact him and you're like hey can we go on a date can we do this and he's like oh yeah for sure um I don't know my schedule yet but I'll let you know
1: yes and then like they don't get back to you yeah or they get back to you just like way too late to where you're like Mm -hmm. i'm already in bed now like i'm not coming out i mean like yeah it's just like in the middle
0: like during the week he like doesn't really like respond to that he's just like i'll let you know i'll let you know
1: yeah um the next one we have is he or she flakes on plans so you have plans together and either the day before or even the day of they'll cancel and like come up with a some excuse as to why they can't hang out with you. I think this one is like a big sign because if someone wants to see you, they will and they'll make mm-hmm. they'll do anything they can, you know, like if someone's genuinely interested in you, if they want to, they will yeah, they will they will pursue there's or, like nothing
0: more to it. It's that simple, yeah, our next sign is they're hot and
1: they're cold. oh, this one. This one hits, like, home. <laughs> it, it, it hits, a, it strikes a chord in me. <laughs> um, so when, whenever they're hot and cold, it's, like, one minute they're super flirty with you and, like, seem really interested. They're really affectionate. And then the next minute, they're not. And you're just, like, wait a second. What? So, like, it kind of, like, leads you on. And so, like, all of that hot and cold, like, you know, whenever you get the hot, you're, like, oh, they like me, and it gives you Mm -hmm. that, like, ounce of hope. And then you get the cold for a while. And then you're, like, losing. You're, like, okay, like, I guess it's time to move on. And then out of nowhere, they give you that attention and the affection again, and you're, like, wait a second. It, like, fucks with your brain. Yeah, honestly, this
0: happened to me during my last relationship. It's kind of interesting to look at it in this way now, but... You know, how whenever you just start dating someone, you have like the honeymoon stage mm-hmm. and you're really, really affectionate and like you're really excited about the relationship and you like love this person and, and whatever, whatever. And then after like four months, then that's when it kind of gets out of the honeymoon stage. Yeah. And they are like not that into you anymore. They're just kind of like, eh, they're hot
1: whatever. and they're cold. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I experienced, and it was interesting for me to kind of see it in that way in a relationship that I had. The next one is they're a flirt.
1: If they've charmed you with their flirting skills and confidence, chances are they would not be shy about asking you out or telling you how they feel about you. So, like, I can think of a few examples where there's some nights where, like, a guy is super, super flirty, and you're like, oh, like, you know, it's happening. This is the night, and... Oh, I remember what I was going to say for hot and cold. I mean, I think both of these, like hot and cold and the flirting kind of goes together. I do think that it's kind of a manipulation tactic. What do I you do think? I do too. Yeah. I actually see that. Yeah. I think it creates like an unrealistic standard in your head and it mm-hmm. it creates a dependency on that like hot. You know what I mean? Yes. And when you don't get it, you're like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like they show this person to you that they, like, want to be, and they're, like, or no, not that they want to be, but they want to show you that, like, they're this, like, charming, affectionate, you know, confident person, but then it goes away, Mm -hmm. and you're, like, where did that
1: go? And then it creates this, like, cycle, because whenever you get that, like, flirtiness and you get that Mm affection chemically in your brain your brain will release serotonin and dopamine and you get these really big highs of it and it feels really good and then they pull back and you lose that and they do it so often that you eventually become addicted to it and you Mm -hmm. become dependent on that serotonin and dopamine hit
0: oh sorry i just had to freak out i'm having like flashbacks oh i want to throw up sorry i literally just got sick to my stomach
1: well that's i mean that's what it is yeah you get And this is a TikTok, so take it with a grain of salt. But I just watched this um, psychologist, and he specializes in relationships and addictions. And he talked about how what he calls the love cocktail, which is, like, all the Mm. hormones that your body releases whenever you're in love. And he talks about how that is the most addictive thing in the world, more than heroin, more than, like cocaine like it is the most addictive substance because you become so reliant on it mm-hmm. and people don't even like realize or acknowledge that that's an actual addiction but it is and so like you see people who are in relationships just back to back to back or like toxic relationships just over and over and over and it's because like they need that serotonin and dopamine hit because they become right. so dependent and so addicted because to it because they
0: don't have it for themselves after that they yeah. lose it for themselves because. They see it when like they have when this person like you know gives that off to them and then like it's gone, they're like, well, what? Like they like don't know what to say. They're like, okay, and then so they like along the way they lose their self love for themselves. And, like they like lose the affection and da 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 da
1: and whatever, because they become dependent right. on those hormones. Exactly,
0: yeah. And then so when that happens, that's when they go into like that back to back to back relationship thing.
1: Yeah. Um, the next one we have is he or she breadcrumbs you. So they'll give you little bits of hope um, just to keep you on the back burner for whenever it's convenient for them. Fuckers. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also like whenever you're lonely, like think about it. Like, yeah, sometimes you're lonely. And you just lay there and you go through your phone and you go through your roster of people and you're like hitting them all up because you want just like attention or like affection. Oh, yeah. I've totally done that before. And they do it in terms of, like, just little breadcrumbs, just to, like, keep you there, keep you interested, but never, like, fully commit or do anything about it.
0: My experience with that has to do with, like, a fuckboy. Definitely a fuckboy. I
1: think everyone's experience has been a fuckboy. Actually, like with the breadcrumbs. Actually, no, I take it back. I have one guy that wasn't a fuckboy. It was just, like, a weird situation. Oh, okay.
0: Well, yeah, it was just very on and off with him. You know, he mm-hmm. would be like, let's hang out. Like, what are you doing tonight? Like, this was, like, in high school. And, yeah, and it was just, like, it was very, very on and off, back and forth the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he would give me those breadcrumbs, and I'd be like, okay, like, we're fine. We're still good. The last one is they haven't opened up to you.
1: I think that one's kind of a telltale sign because whenever you are interested in someone and, you know, y'all start opening up to one another, you start being vulnerable and, like, you tell things that, like, Mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know yeah I think that's just that in general is a sign that they're into you because if they aren't opening up to you it means they don't trust you and they're not you know if, if they don't trust you it's not really headed towards a relationship because like in a relationship you're building trust and confidentiality and like right and that vulnerability
0: they're not ready for that type of intimate relationship yet yeah if they
1: don't do it if they don't open up it's because
0: they're insecure in some way and they don't feel comfortable enough with
1: themselves and comfortable enough with you to say that stuff to you. Yeah. So that's kind of a sign. Like they're just not really that into you. Yeah. Um. So another thing we want to talk about is can you make someone more into you if you feel like they're just not? Um, Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I... I made two different sections of this one because I feel like with a relationship or possibly even like a marriage, it's definitely more different than it is with someone that you're just like talking to or someone that you're interested in. Yeah. Because there's like already a prior commitment with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I made two different points on that because I just feel like those two are very different topics in terms of getting them to be more into you. Also, I think too, like with marriages, like, They can lose the spark and so I think part of that of you feeling like your spouse isn't into you is you just losing the spark and so it's like how do you regain that?
0: Yeah, it's like you still love them and you know like you want to be married to them but
1: sometimes the spark just goes away. Yeah, so like right now we're going to talk about the relationship. I do actually think that if you are in a relationship or a marriage with someone there are things that you can do to get the spark back and flip the table on them being into you or not. So, instead of
0: nagging about it, you can change the dynamic and have them pursue you by pulling back and stop replying. If your partner is willing to continue the relationship, they will notice. If they don't, time to move
1: on. So, I want to I want to give credit to Why Men Love Bitches. It's a it's a book and this is like where this this part comes from i don't want to take credit for it because i didn't come up with this well i obviously i worded it on my own i didn't like plagiarize but the idea i got from why men love bitches so whenever you're in a relationship instead of nagging the other person and being like i feel this i feel that do this you're not doing this for me like Mm -hmm. just pull back like yeah you need to change the dynamic of the relationship to make them pursue you again because within that relationship they've gotten comfortable and they Mm -hmm. don't feel like they need to pursue you so you need to like constantly remind them that pursuing never stops in a relationship and that if they want to be with you they have to work for it yeah
0: obviously it's very healthy to communicate what you feel and you can say hey i feel this way about a certain thing but you can't tell them what to do You can say how you feel and then let them listen and let them acknowledge it and then pull back. Mm -hmm. It's a boundary thing.
1: And, like, no one likes being nagged. No one likes being told what to do. They don't like to be annoyed or feel like their partner isn't appreciating them. This is kind of interesting. I saw this TikTok about
0: how, like, this guy was doing a podcast with his friends. And he was like, do you guys like it when girls, like, put you in your place and, like, call you out on your shit? And they're like, this guy was like, honestly... Yeah, because I'm so stupid. I need to be told everything. And I was like, that's interesting because all these people don't want to be nagged and don't want to be like told what to do. But then again, some guys or girls or whoever is like, honestly, I don't know when I do something like that's wrong. Like, I don't know that it's wrong. And like, she has to tell me that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, sometimes it's helpful for them, for them to know so they can like work on it, you know, and like then be like told what to do about it. But sometimes it can be a totally different situation where you might have to, like, pull back.
1: Yeah. And I think also, too, with, like, marriages and this kind of situation, sometimes, I mean, you can do this for a while. But if it's not working and you are married, that's like a whole nother conversation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, then it might be time to try out therapy and get a third party involved. (laughs) Not a third person. A third party. (laughs) Not an open relationship. So... When it's
0: not a relationship, a committed relationship, and when it's someone you're pursuing, pull back
1: and see if they notice. If they don't, reach out. Time to move on. Um. So, same kind of thing, like, with a relationship and with someone that you're pursuing, but, like, don't, te- If okay, if you feel like you're constantly texting the person you're interested in first, and you don't feel like they're reciprocating, don't text them. Yeah. And, If they text you again or they text you the next day, then, like, that's kind of a good sign that they're into you. But if you don't text them and they go days or even weeks without thinking about or reaching out to you, I mean, I don't know what's more of a sign that they just don't like you. (laughs) I was about to say it's kind of obvious. Yeah, like, they just don't like you. And, like, one thing I do want to say about this, too, is... Sometimes it's really just not that personal because I feel like whenever you're in the beginnings of a relationship, it's so easy to be like, oh, they're a piece of shit. They suck. And like, sometimes that's just not true. Like sometimes they're busy and like, you're just not a priority. And like, I think we have such a stigma about being a priority and like being like number one and being like the first thing someone thinks about. And I just... Don't really think that's realistic. and I think we need to get this like personal touch that we have with relationships out because sometimes, especially for girls, like sometimes rejection can feel so personal. yeah, and it's really not like it's not sometimes it's like, I'm busy. like I'm not thinking about you because I'm thinking about all the other shit I gotta do. Yeah, you that's know, a good point. like and I think that a lot of times we take everything so personally. Just to be like, oh, my God, they don't like me. Like, what is it about me? Is it, is it my personality? Is it my body? No. Like, it's, it's literally nothing about you. They just have other priorities that you are not a part of. And it's not like, that doesn't make them a bad person. It just is what it is. And you're not a priority to them. Yeah. And, like, flip the tables. You definitely have done that to someone else where, like, they're not a priority to you. Oh, my God, now I feel bad.
0: <laughs> Why? Because I've definitely, like, done that to people, and so now I'm wondering if they have taken it so personally.
1: It would have been like, oh, like, what did I do wrong? Like, all this stuff, and now I feel bad. Yeah, I don't think it's something to really feel bad about. I just think that we as a society take dating so personally. Like, we need Mm -hmm. to take it more, like... The world's not about us. Yeah, but I think we need to take it more as, like, a, um, what's the word? Like, a numbers game, like... The more people you talk to, the more chances of dating, the less people do you talk to, the less chances of dating, the less people you talk to, the more personal it feels because mm, yeah. that's oh all God. you have. But if you have more people and like, if you have, you know, like say like you've built up your roster of people or if you have like more, if you have more sources of self love, no, that's not right. I can't think of what I'm trying to say. Like, I can't word it. Like, I'm like thinking of it in my head, but like, I cannot put it into words right now. I don't know. Whatever. I feel like I got okay. what I needed to say out. Okay, good. So, we are going to read some submissions we got. Uh, we surveyed our listeners. We posted on our Instagram story what are some things that people do whenever they're not that interested in someone. And so, we're going to read off those things to y'all. Woohoo! <laughs> so, within this, we have responses from men and women, this time we're not going to separate them. We're just going to read them all as one. So here are some things that people do if they're not interested in someone. They have a lack of body language towards them. They place physical distance. They'll purposely flirt with other people in front of them. Or they will try to pair them with someone else. Oh, damn. Flirting with... Damn, of, that was I mean, good. I like that, but damn, that's cold. Yeah. But also, like, if you see someone you like and you know another person likes you, that's there, you're not gonna like not flirt with them. Yeah. All right, they back off, they're rude for no reason, they're being a dick, and they're standoffish. Oh my god. It sounds like people have been through some rough situations. <laughs> like- yeah, right. Um another person said, Low key, I ghost them if I'm not that interested and they're new. But if we are already friends, I will start to talk to them about a guy I like, real or fake, and friend zone them hard until they get it. Yeah. I I mean, that kind of seems to be a recurring theme of flirting with them. Another submission says, "Honestly, it depends. If someone's hitting on me at a bar that I'm not interested in, I'm very bitchy and immediately tell them to stop talking to me. If I'm in a situationship with someone and it's not and I'm not super interested, I won't talk to them a ton and I'm more confident when I'm, I won't talk to them a ton and I'm more confident when I'm around them because it's a nice little ego boost. Mm -hmm. God, I'm so toxic. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like I need to read that because it's so funny. And then another person said, I usually act like I think I'm better than them, TBH. Oh, this one, we got a, we got a long little submission. Do you want to read it? Sure. Okay
0: okay so lol because this is me right now as long as one a man has not offended me deeply to be the cause why i don't like him two he has extremely fucked up political views or three he is unbearable to be around dot, dot, dot. i will always go on a second date with him or continue to hang out with a person until i am set on the fact that i don't like them i love going on dates and meeting new people so if they feel as though a first has gone well but i don't feel the same then i'll give it I'll give it another shot. Worst case scenario, you get a free meal or a fun night out, but there's no harm in trying again. Now, if that doesn't seem to go well, or you decide that you don't like them, I always tend to take a step back. It sounds bad, but I would instead of ghosting someone or telling them straight up I don't like them, I just stop answering texts as much, be short with responses, stop asking questions about them, and take longer to respond than
1: normal. Usually they get the hint and stop trying. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. Um, okay, so here's another example, that, or another, another write-in. I will stop replying to texts and snaps very quickly, and I will not make time for them. I mean, it sounds cold, but like it's kind of true. Like, yeah, that's just like blunt. You don't care about them. Like, you're not like whenever there's someone that you like, whenever they text you, you're like, oh my god, yeah, you're like, I need to an answer. You get butterflies. And then if it's like someone you don't care about, you're just like, mm. like I don't really care. Yeah, you're like eh. another one I got was. I will probably just give them less attention, respond to messages less frequently, and then it, it just kind of eventually fades off.
0: Another one is trying to make them less interested in me, I guess, but not in a mean or rude way, LMAO.
1: I mean, I guess that one's kind of true. Like, you'll kind of just, like, not care. And so, like, you'll do, like, gross things or, like, say gross things, and they're just, like, you know, like, you try to make them just, like, back off. Honestly, I've gotten to the point, you guys. Now I'm just not interested. I literally say
0: I'm not interested. yeah
1: um okay this is wait this one's kind of funny i don't like go out of my way to like h- try to hide it i just say it out loud all right i stop replying to snaps and text or i treat them like a dude <laughs> like a bro this is from a man by the way <laughs> <laughs> they'll just be like bro you're such the homie i hate oh, whatever guys are like you're such a homie i'm like fuck I'm like god damn it i just got friends <laughs> out oh goodness that one's funny yeah um Yeah, so it kind of seems like a recurring thing is, like, they just don't answer as much. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know if it's, like, on purpose. I think it's just, like, they don't care. Yeah. And once again, it just goes back to it's not that personal. Yeah. Like, they aren't, majority of the time, they're not intentionally ignoring you. They just don't care that you've reached out to them. Yeah. I don't know. I like all those submissions because I feel like I've done some of those and I've also had them done to me. But, like, that's just, like, the cycle. We all do it. But it all happens to us, too. But then eventually, you'll meet the person who doesn't do that. Wait, so Riley, have do you have, like, any examples of when you've done those things to people? Yeah, I have a few. Like, I have had it done to me a few times. There was a guy that, like, was kind of off and on for, like, three years. Yeah, I said three years. It's embarrassing. But he was breadcrumbing me, like, really bad. Like, so him and I started talking, like, end of high school or, like, middle of high school, like, junior year, and we, you know, hit it off, and, like, things were so good. He used to be such a good person and such a good guy. And I don't say, like, guys are good guys very often, but, like, he used to be such a good person, such a good guy, so thoughtful. Like, he would bring me coffee for, like... Like, cause we had first, this is such, this is so high school. <laughs> we had first period we together? Ha- no, we did have first period together. And he would come and he would bring me coffee and like, he would do all these sweet things. You know, our teacher had to like separate us cause we like would talk all the time. And like, we were just like, I don't know. It was very obvious that we were into each other and we would leave school, go get lunch together. Like just little things like that. It's so high school, but like, I promise it goes. Oh no,
0: but it's so cute.
1: It feeds into college. Anyways, like we would always leave and like go get food or lunch together and then like come back to class and you know, like that kind of thing. And eventually it got to the point where we were like, okay, we're like in the talking stage and like, we're both into each other. Like that's not, that wasn't a secret. Like we were both very into each other. And, um, Basically, he just kept getting in a lot of trouble that summer. He liked to smoke a lot, and his parents do not fuck with smoking, and so they like cigarettes or no weed. Okay, they found they found his stash basically, and he had been sent to military school before because of like behavior stuff. And wow, yeah, okay, and also his parents are just a little like I like they're dramatic. It's very dramatic. Are they strict? Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, his brother's in the military. The dad was in the military. So they are very, like, straight in road. Don't veer off the path. Like, this is your career. This is everything. You know, that kind of situation. So whenever they found him smoking, um, they were, like, going to send him off, basically. And instead of sending him straight to military school, they sent him to his aunt and uncles. And um, obviously he didn't have a phone and all of that. So, like he would reach out to me, like he would get an iPad and like in the middle of the night, like after his aunt and uncle went to sleep. And I mean, that's just an example of if the, If they want to talk to you, they will, they'll find a way, you know, <laughs> like he literally was like, he'd be like, Hey, like I got the iPad now. And like, we would like oh, talk God. all night. Stop, stop. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey, I got the iPad now. <laughs> yeah. No, like literally like that. Um, and then, oh, my God. I don't know. Anyways, basically I just messaged him. I was like, Hey, look, I've kind of lost feelings. And, Let's just, like, call this off, whatever. And he was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of on the same page. Like, it's been hard. I haven't been able to see you. I don't really get to talk to you much. And, like, it just kind of is what it was. And then school started, senior year. Once I saw him, I realized I still had feelings for him. And I obviously told him, and he did not feel the same. Aww. Um, Which kind of sucked. Uh, But then. Sad. Everything we just read is what he would do. He like started dating one of my friends, and he would like flaunt her in front of me, and you know stuff like that. And I was just like, "That's that's just rude." Like, no,
0: okay, that's different when you've had like history with that person. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing rude. Is too is
1: like we never officially dated, which really sucks because like yeah, because like I can't be mad, but like I can. I was no, that's I was just really... like a dick move. I don't like that. Yeah, and so all that stuff happened and like all of like him and that the girl broke up eventually. And like he would flaunt girls in front of me or vice versa. Like I would like do guys in front of him and he would get super jealous about it and be like, wait a second. What? Like, no, you know, whenever I would like, idiot, flirt (laughs) with guys in front of him. Um, and so basically he would just lead me on constantly. Like there was, he would like when I left for college, he would call me and be like i'm in love with you like you're the one uh-uh. you make me a better man you make me want to be a better person like all of that stuff and so that would fuck with my mind because i'm like wait like he likes me and like he wants to be with me and i'm like okay like let's make this work and then you know that immediately would pull back And then I wouldn't hear from him. And then I would be on the path to moving on. And then out of the woodworks, he would come again. You know, like from my senior year to like sophomore year in college, he was always just like in and out, in and out, in and out. You know, this one time that he like did something, I, it like clicked. And I was like, he's just not that into me. And like,
0: really? Yeah.
1: So it was after my freshman year and I was home for the summer and I was home in May, and my sister was a senior in high school about to graduate, so we were doing a ton of grad parties. There was one night whenever we were at a grad party, and he was there, and the whole night, like, we were just, like, attached at the hip. Everyone kept coming up to me being like, what's going on with you two? You know? It was a really good night for us, and I remember thinking, oh, my God, this is the night. Like, this is the night it's going to happen, you know? Aww. You're excited. I was all excited. And after the grad party, it was kind of late, and we're all, like, drunk. And we're like, oh, like, let's keep going. Let's go back to my house, and we can all just hang out there. So him and his best friend come over with me, my sister, and um, one of my sister's friends. And that night, we're having such a good night. Like, we're being so flirty. We're at my house. Everyone's, you know, and I'm like, okay, like we're going to, like, go in my room and, like, sneak off a little bit. no um no (laughs) (laughs) we're like having this moment and it's just me and him or i thought we were having a moment and he just says to me he goes i'm gonna go make out with your sister's friend (gasps) he didn't say it like that he said her name obviously but i'm not gonna say her name on the podcast yeah Uh -uh. and i i remember just being in like such shock i didn't know what to do i didn't know what to say i just go okay like just like that like in just like pure confusion you know <laughs> i wish y'all could see avery's face right now like maybe we'll close <laughs> this part because her face is so priceless i mean like i'm honestly like
0: shook like my if i was thinking about it and I, was, I was like if that was me like my heart would be
1: crushed like it was I a mean, like, Like, oh, my God, Riley, I feel so bad. I'm so sorry that happened. It's okay. I didn't even know what to do in that moment. I was just I was just like in shock. I was like, I cannot believe he just said that, you know. And so he left the room and I went and I was like, fuck this. I'm going to sleep. And like, I don't want to think about him ever again. I go
0: fuck you however you are fuck you I hate you right now
1: (laughs) I go I'm sorry
0: this makes me so mad sorry continue okay okay. sorry sorry sorry
1: Sorry. (laughs) I go and I like I hop in the shower we were outside all day I was swimming I was really gross so I hop in the shower and I just start bawling like I was like I can't believe he just said that like I can't believe he did that like he says all these things and he does another thing (laughs) and um I you know what? It makes me so sad. Oh. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> Try to talk. Yeah. I just like bawled and I was like super upset. And I was like, I'm just going to go in my room and like not talk to him anymore. I heard my dad upstairs. So I like after I got out of the shower and I was like dressed and everything, I went and I was like talking with them for a bit. and My dad left and I was still like in the room and uh, him and my sister's friend went in the other room and I could hear them making out. moment of silence say something Avery <laughs> this is a podcast <laughs> I'm sorry actually though like what the fuck yeah and so I go and I lock myself in my room
0: oh my god Riley I would not stay in the house I would like run away I would I couldn't I couldn't stay there and listen to that well
1: I'm, I'm surprised went in, you did I went in my room which was on the other side of the house so okay, I kind of did. Okay, good. I was like, if you stayed there, like, why? I was no. like, how could you do that? No. So I went in my room and I locked the door and I was just like, on my phone and like trying to go to sleep. And he comes like knocking on the door and he's like, Hey, we're leaving. And I'm like, Okay, bye. And he's like, Let me come in for a minute. And I'm like, No. And he's like, Come on, just let me in. And I was like, Okay, fine. And I let him in and he like climbs in bed with me and he's like, I love you so much, like all those things again. Like, I'm so thankful to have you in my life. Like, literally, things like that. And I was just like, okay, I don't want to hear this. And so, oh my god, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Like, okay, like just <laughs> he's literally, he's like, he's like, I love you so much, even though I just made out with your sister's best friend. I love you so much. I love you. I think
1: that was his way of, like, trying to friend zone me
0: what no what he i don't know i don't agree with that he's like i love you that's not no if he was a, if he was trying to friend zone he wouldn't come back in your bed and be like i love you yeah no all right so for my like experience with kind of some of this stuff i mean i kind of oh what am i trying to say
1: i definitely <laughs> my experience i kind of uh <laughs> i kind of uh- <laughs> that was so
0: like, i'm sorry It's like
1: talking in circles it's it's like that it's michael like scott habit. have you ever seen that thing with michael scott and he goes <laughs> he says something like sometimes i just start a sentence i don't know where it's going and i just try to find it along the way like <laughs> yeah. that's just what
0: exactly that's what you literally did. what i do okay um like every episode happens so with my experience with this i have tried to set up a friend that was interested in me i tried to set him up with my roommate So basically freshman year of college, I had just broken up with my boyfriend and this guy that contacted me, I've known him for so long. He's a family friend. like, grew up with him. We were babies. Yep. Uh-huh, Riley, you know I'm talking about. I know who she's talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, so
1: basically. And this was like the time, this was before like we really knew each other. So she just started telling the story and I was like, I have no idea who or what. <laughs> I was like, this story is brand new to me. And then once she said that, I was like, oh, I know exactly who this is about. <laughs> okay, so we
0: had been, you know, talking like Snapchatting literally throughout the year. And he went to a college that's very close to ours, okay? So... He texted me one random night and he was like, do you want to do something spontaneous? And I was like, uh, yeah. So he comes and picks me up from my dorm and he's like, let's go get like cookie dough, like ice cream, cookie dough. And I was like, <laughs> like that's so spontaneous. Like, so spontaneous. Yeah, let's I was, cookies. I was like, wow. Okay. So we go and we have ice cream, cookie dough, whatever. And then, um, I come back and then I think it was like two weeks later We went to a hockey game, or I went to a hockey game with my roommate, and by that time, I had gotten back together with my ex, because he reached out to me and said he wanted to get back together, yada, 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 whatever, it happened, and then my roommate and I are at a hockey game, and we see him there, my friend, family friend, and my roommate thinks he's super, super cute, and she's like... He is
1: super, super cute. Yeah,
0: he, yeah, he is, and she was like, hey, like, I wanna, like, I think he's so cute, like... You should, like, tell him about me. And I was like, okay. So, obviously, like, they talked for, like, a quick second at the hockey game. And then I texted him after. And I was like, hey, like, I said something along the lines of, like, what do you think of my roommate? Or something, like, random. Something, like, I don't know, like, cringy, whatever. And then he was like, oh, like, yeah, like, she's cute. Like, I don't know. And then, basically, he got so mad at me because he was like, I took you out on a date. How dare you try to set me up with your roommate? And I was like, What? I was like, First of all, I didn't even know it was a date. You literally just said, Wanted something spontaneous? Let's go get cookie dough. I'm sorry. Like, how am I supposed to know?
1: Yeah. It wasn't you like, know? Yeah. Hey, can I take you on a date? Let's go get dinner.
0: Yeah. And I was dating someone. So I, you know, I couldn't be like, Yeah, like, let's hang out more. Like, I like you. All this random stuff. Yeah. I can't, I can't do that. So yeah, that's that story. But, he hasn't talked to me since and, like, literally will not look me in the eye whenever I see him.
1: Well, he was really excited when I told him that you were my roommate and he was, it was his idea to send a picture. Oh, it was? Yeah. Cause oh, I wasn't what? gonna be like, now I'm confused. Cause he has a little bit of clout <laughs> and I wasn't gonna be like, smile, you know, selfie. Yeah. And be like, let's, you know, I just was like, oh, like, you know, Avery, Avery's my roommate. And that was like, that was that. Then he came up later, he was like, Let's send a picture to her. I kinda have a confession. What? So you know the guy that I DM'd that I talked about last week that I like didn't hear back?
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And then I saw him in person. Uh Uh-huh. It was him.
0: Oh my god, Riley (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: so embarrassing. (laughs) Whenever I found out you knew No, whenever I found out that you knew him, I was like, Oh wait, what do you mean? Wait. I DM'd him like freshman year of college oh that's him no way
0: Riley wait <laughs> what mm-hmm. wait he's the one that you DM'd and was like and you said here's my number
1: no or no 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 no. okay that was oh guy. that's when you oh this is the guy that I DM'd and, like, and I was like well it never said scene like you know shut up <laughs> <laughs> it was freshman year and like once I figured out you knew him I was like oh my god I can't tell wait no way <laughs> He's hot, bro. He's hot. Yeah. Like, you're stupid. Well, sorry. I was in a relationship. Okay. Your relationship sucked and he was (laughs) not cute anyway. Like, you might as well have gone for the hot athlete. I mean, okay, right. But sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Like, you know, at that time, I think he's much more comfortable with himself now. But at that time, it was like I was talking to a wall with him. Like, a piece of toast. It's
1: weird because he has... so much personality. So much personality. I like, know. Yeah. I didn't even know him. I met him that day, even though he said he knew me and that we had met before. We most definitely have it. I would have remembered. Yeah. I've been rejected a lot. Love it. Um, But if you don't want to reject <laughs> it, me, it, slide into it. my DMs. <laughs> They're open.
0: Make sure you haven't dated me so that this time it's not a roommate of an ex. Yeah, right? Literally. Um, Just make sure. Just make sure. You probably aren't, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Just because just it happened. <laughs> All right, guys. You know what time it is. It is time for Shitty Things of the Week. The Shitty Things of the Week. Yeah. <laughs> oh we need a new jingle, sister. I think
1: that is our jingle. <laughs> okay. This is our second week doing it. so. Okay. All right. I'm going to read one of our submissions. So, summer after senior year, I started dating this guy who treated me so well, and he was such a good boyfriend. It was going so well, but then the time came around for whenever we were going to leave for college. He said he wanted to do long distance, and to me, it was a fun summer fling, and I really did like him, but for him, it was more serious. I was against doing long distance then, but he convinced me to keep dating, so we did. Fast forward and I ended up cheating on him the second week of college. After I cheated, I felt so terrible, and I ended up breaking up with him. I never told him that I cheated on him because I couldn't bear to see him hurt.
0: That sucks. Oh, my God. Poor thing. I feel bad.
1: Yeah, that sucks. I mean, also, though, like, if you're already breaking up with them, what is the point of going the extra step to hurt them and say I cheated on you? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes, like, something like that, it's probably just... left better unsaid right yeah ignorance is bliss Mm -hmm. obviously i would want to know like if we were like in the relationship and like i found out or something yeah but like if they had broken up with me you don't like the breakup is already hard enough you don't need to go back and be like oh yeah and by the way i also cheated on you
0: yeah yeah no that's just like
1: and the extra it's like yeah it's like why would you tell me that Mm mm-hmm
0: All right. Well, for my shitty thing this week, obviously I talked earlier about DMing my ex's roommate. Woohoo. Love that. So fun. Well, so basically, yeah, I was just like, I hated it because I was just like so excited about finally like DMing someone and just like having fun with it. And then like just the fact that he told my friend like, yo like his ex just like DM me on Instagram like just just think about that like think about how you would feel it's gonna take me like a quick sec to heal from that but then I'll be fine you know it's like it's just very uncomfortable
1: yeah I think you probably should have done a little bit more research before doing that yeah that being said though I am glad that you did it because we always need content for the podcast and this <laughs> is great content yeah Oh, Avery and I are going to do more dates and we're going to like really try to have shitty things so that we can, we can have content for our podcast.
0: We were low key thinking about setting up a joint account on a dating app.
1: Yeah. Have y'all seen that on TikTok where people make like account with them and their friend and they're like, yeah, you know, on there to like meet, like go on double dates.
0: It's not just like one person. It's two people. Yeah. Yeah. On like one account.
1: Mm hmm. My shitty thing for the week is basically I have been working three jobs and doing school. So I had the job as a host and then I had the job as a receptionist and I have a job as a podcaster. And say what you will, this is a fucking job. It's an actual job. I'm not even kidding you. Like this takes up so much time and energy and If we want it to be good and we want it to be successful, which we do, we have to treat it as a business. And that's what we're doing. And
0: literally, when we record, we take four hours.
1: Yeah. Four hours. And and then we we, cut it down. We cut it down to like about an hour. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It is. And, you know, we kind of originally went in being like, oh, this will be fun. And we realized really quick, this is... A fucking job yeah so that being said I feel like I was so overworked and my schedule kept conflicting with the job as a host and so my manager scheduled me to work at a time when I had class and I sent him a message saying that I wasn't gonna be able to come in because of the scheduling conflict on his end not on mine on his and he got so mad at me, started bitching me out, and I understand, like, it is a business, but that being said, I have been such a good employee to that restaurant. I brought them other employees. I bring them customers. I work extra. I show up early. I am, like, a good employee, and that is something that, like, my parents instilled in me, and that's something that, like, I'm very proud of, and for him to belittle and demean my character over text really like made me upset I had already been thinking about putting in my two weeks and that was just kind of like the cherry on top after he was talking to me that way I was like I'm gonna do this now so I text him and I was like I was planning on doing this in person but I'm gonna go ahead and put in my two weeks Um, my schedule is too busy and we keep having scheduling conflicts and I don't want to have to make your job any harder so I'm just gonna go ahead and put in my two weeks And he responded back and he said, don't worry about coming back. I've taken you off the schedule. Yikes. Yeah. Then he walked around the restaurant, which my friends work at, and he talked shit about me to them. He sent them our private screenshots, not to mention he's walking around telling everyone that he fired me. He did not fire me. I've never been fired from a job. I will never be fired from a job. I put in my two weeks and then he told me not to come back. That's not being fired. I quit first. (laughs) That's my ego.
0: (laughs) That's your ego talking.
1: So that is all we have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we have. Yes, thank you guys so much for listening. And shout out to the girl that recognized Avery at the airport. If you are listening, you know who you are. We want to be friends with you, so reach out to us. Yes,
0: love you so much. You made me feel like a star.
1: (laughs) We're literally famous. (laughs) We're
0: literally famous. Anyways...
1: (laughs) So that we're just going to wrap up this episode. You can follow us at You're Not The Worst Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. We are now live on TikTok, so go give us a follow there. Um my personal Instagram is riley nelson 18. My personal Instagram is Avery Blessing. And go ahead and write in, share your shitty stories. Think of this as a confession. You can write in um, you can send them straight to our email. You can DM them to us. Or if you want to stay completely anonymous, you can go on our website, you're not the and submit it there. Yeah. Also follow
0: and subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify and do not forget to leave us a review.
1: Yes, please, please, please rate and review us. We need it. We really want to make this a career so we need people to listen, we need you to share, and we need good reviews. So that being said, please do that. If you don't like us, don't reveal.
0: Right. Once again, we'll say it again. We'll say it a hundred times. If you don't like us, don't reveal. <laughs> As always, we will be releasing new episodes every Wednesday.
1: Every single Wednesday, every single hump day. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. We love you. We'll
0: see you guys next Wednesday.
1: Bye, guys.